Welcome to the Odd Dead Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, the eternally busy Adam Higgins, the Odd Dead Out. And I've got a very special treat for you today. I know I was going to, I said I was going to talk turkey today, but you know, when you, you get a great guest, you get a great guest. So, because I'm the greatest person in the world at intros, here is my extra super special awesome guest, because I'm still congested too, Paul Chomo, (laughs) Paul Chomo from the Varmints Podcast. Take it away, Paul. (laughs) I have to, I have to live up to, what what was that extra special super awesome? Yeah, I think so. I forget what I said. that's a heck of a that's a heck of a thing to build up to to live up to. Yeah. Well, you know. So is this it? Are we are we recording right now? Is this the thing? This is the thing. Or is it? Oh, okay. I'm, I didn't know if you were like just testing volume levels or what you were nah. doing. But okay, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm a schmancy pants, Mister Fancy Editor guy, and so I do all of that shit in post. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It's like if I had to worry about levels, I was like, <laughs> it's like nah. I, I have oh. ways to do that. Uh, automatically later because man if I had to when I hear people like oh we got to check audio levels like can you hear me all right (laughs) there's too many things you can use nowadays that can do it automatically I'm good it's all right (laughs) are there podcasts specifically for podcast editors people who edit sound um there's the what's it it's the one with Chris Curran um the crap i forget what it's called now podcast is it good it, i to me i feel like it's mildly false advertising because they make it out like you're gonna learn all of this stuff about editing <laughs> and post-production and um and and really it's just like it's a lot of you know it's editors and producers and like john buchanis has been on there and uh, Mike Delgadio has been on there from uh, Booth Junkies and like basically all of the big time guys like um, I can't remember. I don't think uh, SP or Steven and John Drew have been on there, but like Daniel J. Lewis and Dave Jackson and Rob Greenlee and Rob, all of the Robs from all of the, the companies and 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 all of and, and all of the, the you know top people that are kind of fancy pants producer guys and they've all been on there sure. and they all have talked about their 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 methods and like what right. they use for production and they do this this and this and i was like okay but i'm not learning anything it's just the gist of it is them going through their process I was like okay well i don't have that or that or that or that and they don't tell you don't really learn anything it's just hey i use this and it's like, well right. i'm not learning anything from you and honestly i find his laugh so obnoxious i want to punch my phone and so (laughs) and it's just like dude but yeah i kind of i just kind of feel like the the show oh the podcast engineering show yeah 
And this is, yeah, okay. he does the, the podcast engineering school, which is about like two grand. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh-uh. Wow. Yeah, no. I was like, I'm also like a podcast engineering podcast. Sounds like it would be just soul crushingly boring. Like how many episodes could you do about waveforms or cutting out us and ahs and stuff like that? It just doesn't seem that great. But if John's been on it, maybe I'll check that episode out because I like John. And for the most part, really, it's like, hey, you know, so what is your process? And you kind of they break down their process of, okay, well, what are you recording on? How do you how do you record what you know, what equipment do you use? Those kind of things. But like, ultimately, it doesn't like if I hear this guy uses this equipment. Well, I don't. (laughs) And the only person that I've heard that records and works in Reaper at all was Mike Delgadio. And actually, Chris Kern actually works in Reaper, too. But Basically, everyone's like, yeah, I record in Reaper and I do this, this and this, but I've got like $4,000 in plugins and other things that I use too. It's like, well, screw you, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of those how to podcast podcasts are the only thing I get from them is like, I'm not sitting there taking notes, you know, like I'm, I'm just sort of figuring out what I'm doing right and what I'm maybe not doing right. Like, and the only one I really listen to, by the way how boring is this two podcasters <laughs> doing shop talk, but no, the, the only one I really listen to with any regularity is better podcasting. I really like that one. And, uh, but most of the time I'm listening to them just trying to figure out what I'm doing, right. What I'm doing wrong and try to fix what I'm doing wrong. Even though sometimes what I'm doing wrong is like, I, I don't really want to fix it. Like I'm talking on a condenser mic right now. Not a blue Yeti, but it's condenser yeah. mic, and and everybody's like, "Oh, you shouldn't use a condenser mic." I'm like, "Yeah, I know what I'm doing with it." Yeah, Don't as worry long as about you it. know how to use it, then it's fine. It's just one of those. Yeah, they're a little more finicky. You've got to finesse them a little more than a, a dynamic. You can you can be a little yeah. rougher on a dynamic mic than a condenser, but that's just you know the nature of hey, one piece of equipment versus another. You know, it's like hey, if right. you know what you're doing with it. You know, even, you know, if a Blue Yeti is, you know, it's the most promoted and also when it comes to inside the industry, the most hated microphone out there. It's like people that are in the space know, no, it is not really a good piece of equipment. And it's primarily because it's super touchy. And so you got to know what you're doing. You've got to really kind of know how to work it. And there's too many ways to use a Blue Yeti wrong. And so, (laughs) right. And so most people end up like, I saw a guy, I don't know how many times you've seen somebody's talking into the top of a Blue Yeti and you're like, that's why you sound bad. <laughs> and it's like an inside joke with podcasters. Every time you see someone talking into the top of a blue Yeti. <laughs> right. Or we're all, we're all that freaking uh, nitpicky. We'll look at like, we'll see somebody using one on TV or something. And you look at the switch to see what mode it's in. <laughs> we're like, yeah, exactly. Like, hey, he's talking into the top and he's got it set on figure eight. What the hell? <laughs> Cause yeah. we're, and um, it's also, it's also become one of those kind of inside jokes where you bring it up in like a fa- in like a, a Facebook podcast group. You just mention the words Blue Yeti and people will just almost react violently toward those two words. Blue Yeti, yeah. man, people have such strong opinions about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like dropping a bomb in a group and then leaving, you know, <laughs> just watching the explosion. 
<laughs> it's sitting on the roof of a pool party and chucking a Snickers into the pool. <laughs> just watching. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's like you are watching from 10,000 feet and just... <laughs> oh, boy. If I were more of a troll, you know, I'd do I used that. one of those. <laughs> yeah. You know, I used one of those for the first probably 14, 15 episodes of my podcast, and I didn't have a problem with it. I got, I got it dialed in. I sat there for an afternoon. I took a couple hours. I, I got it all just right. And I I was in a corner of the house where there was bare walls, tile floor, sliding glass door behind me. It was the echoiest room in the whole house. Yeah. And I don't even have carpet anywhere in this house. And uh, I managed to to make it work. So then, you know, when people are like, see, the thing that gets me the most is when somebody asks a question about their Blue Yeti, they'll say it's not working properly. I- invariably, somebody will chime in with, well, buy another microphone. Yeah. Buy a better microphone. That gets really annoying. And that infuriates yeah. me. Oh, dude. It's, hey, yeah, how can I that, fix this that, problem besides replacing equipment? And and it's not even just with the, the Blue Yeti gets the absolute most hate, but it's it's not even just with that. Oh. It's anytime you see somebody that says, oh, I've got this, you know, the snowball is just as bad. But you get, like anyone's, oh, I've got this condenser mic. The first thing they say is buy a, buy a dynamic, buy this, buy this. Like, well, I'm sorry. I just spent all this money. And I will say right. that the your problem, if you bought a Blue Yeti first, was you wasted your money because sure. y- realistically, you could buy two Q2Us or 2100s for the cost of a Blue Yeti. And so that's, that's right. for me, that's the, uh, no, I'm not going to spend twice as much for that thing, especially if it's getting kind of hated on consistently. So that's a, one yeah. of those, you need to do your research more before you go and buy it. But yeah, yeah that's in, in my case, I was using my daughter's blue Yeti because it was my first podcast. It was my first foray into podcasting and I didn't know if it was going to take, I didn't know if I was going to like it or not. So I figured I'll just use her, her microphone until I can buy a microphone of my own, you know, rather than just spend money on all this stuff and not like it and not be able to use it and have to garage sale it, you know? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, if somebody is, if somebody's like, I'm going to start a podcast, you know, what should I buy? I would never tell them to buy a blue Yeti like ever. But if somebody says, Hey, I'm having a problem with my blue Yeti, it's echoey and this and that, you know, I'll help them with the blue Yeti. I'll help them try to sort that problem out. And in the podcast group that I, that I moderate, I've had to tell people, Hey, the suggestion to just go out and buy another microphone a is not helpful and b is might not be an option for that person exactly they just invested money in this you might not be yeah yeah you might not be able to go and get a 60 70 dollar uh what's the popular one the at the the atr uh, 2100 or the the q2u that's the one yeah 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 like so, I just spent yeah. $150 on a Blue Yeti. I don't have another $70 to spend on a different microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shop talk with Paul and Adam. Welcome, yep. everybody. I can. Uh, like, <laughs> n- no lie. Derek and I talked shop for about 45 minutes before we pushed record on, on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Because I so can you're do this. All of what. Uh, yeah. I can talk shop all day. I'm bad. <laughs> So did you already do your turkey? 
I have, oops. I have alarms for everything, including when to leave the house to go pick up the boys from school, except they don't have school today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. Which means they're all out playing video games right now. (laughs) Good for them. So how does this work? Are you a day ahead? Like, did you already do the episode where you talked about how you make your turkey? I I record day of, yeah. I'm just recording. Day of. It is literally, I record... I run it, you know, do the quick uh, adjusting of noise and everything, line up the music because I have it all in a template and then mm-hmm. uh, export it, run it through off or Auphonic to make sure it's at level and then post it. That's it. Dang. And that's why I like these have so sure. it's like little show notes. It's like while it's processing an Auphonic, I jump over to Canva and throw together the, the show art for the day. That's why they're much more simple right now. It's like black background. Okay, here's a picture that goes with it's like here's a bitmoji that'll fit with today's theme and throw those in there <laughs> and yeah, like throw it together real quick and go. And you know, yeah. while that's processing, I make the little picture because I can't do anything else until the file's done. So then it's like, okay, then drag the file over, type up two sentences, you know, cut and paste all of yeah. the links into the bottom of the show notes from the previous day's show notes. And there I go. So that is, that's heroic. Like at the beginning of the month, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this next year. But as the month has gone on and as I keep hearing you do these, I'm like, Oh, it's going to be tough. I don't know if I want to do it. I think I still want to do it, yeah. but <laughs> it's, it's a, but you've been doing, it's a bit of work, <laughs> especially like me. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm a glutton for punishment and I do them day of. And typically, I mean, I normally yeah. do the show day of it's, I record in the morning time and through the course of nap time or whatever that the boys are doing, I'm doing like writing up show notes and the links and all the rest of that stuff. And it takes more time to do the episode artwork for normal shows because I'm like, okay, I need a background and I need to find it. I put more thought into all of the the, the stuff for the normal artwork. But, you know, it's all doing all of those things, but it's all day of. And like the time it releases is the time I finished working on it. (laughs) Yeah. And that I think that's what I'm going to do next year too i'm i'm gonna do whatever i do it's gonna be hard mode it's gonna be day of i don't think i'm gonna pre-record anything because that just seems like cheating to a degree i mean some people have to To some people have to have to write stuff out like i think last year john buchanis tried to do it and i started doing it because he literally called me a chicken (laughs) he found out about it day of i think um Elsie and Jess from She Podcast were talking about it because they were, I think they were recording that day and they mentioned it. And so he went ahead and relaunched his, I forget what it was called. Um, the, like the Grumpy Podcaster or something like that. I forget what it was called. But he relaunched mm-hmm. that show for that. And I was, he didn't make it either. But it was just for him, he has to have everything written out because he doesn't normally work solo. And so he had to have everything formatted and written and basically scripted to do all of his shows. And he was, I think he was doing it on anchor to test it out. And he was right. just like, all right, throw it together and put it. But he was like, I have to do so much show prep. I'm like <laughs> show prep. <laughs> but I was like, oh man, I should have, it was like, if I had known about this, I would have, uh, I'd have tried to do it. He was like, I just found out about it today. Don't be a chicken. I was like, well, 
shit. So, <laughs> so I jumped on and because I use Spreaker, I've got the Spreaker studio that you can broadcast live and then it just drops it in your feed. And so for a lot of them last right. year, I was doing them live. I think, I think I did a first couple of days where it was pre-recorded and I was like, well, forget this. I'm not going to, I just like loaded the music cues and the, all that stuff into it and was like, all right, I'm just going to record live and drop it in there. And that like, I'm not changing show art. It's like, what's the title? You know, plug it in, go and would go live. And that's where, you know, like you were saying way back that all of the coughing and hacking and all of these sounding like complete crap was from granted. I was half dead last this time last year, but yeah. You know, oh. <laughs> and you know what? That was, that was the first episode of the podcast I was listening to of yours and I was like, oh, my God, I cannot listen to this guy. You have five lungs and you're coughing up all of yeah. them. <laughs> and I, I actually I actually unsubscribed. <laughs> I was like, I can't hear this. Mm-hmm. And then a couple months later, I came back to it. I was like, oh, this is this is great. It's like when I'm not because dying, I, have, <laughs> I sound all right. <laughs> yeah. When you're not dying, it sounds good. I, I have a lot of admiration for solo podcasters and i have even more admiration for solo podcasters who who do it really well and i think you do it really well thank you do you have like bullet points do you have an outline what do you how do you how do you just the the only stuff that i stream of consciousness right 95 percent stream of consciousness the that is remarkable because this is just me dumping my brain out because I really, I, I've always got so much stuff running through my head at any given time. And usually if I have an idea for what I want to talk about, it usually doesn't make it to the show because I've forgotten it or something new has sparked mm-hmm. up in my head or, you know, I break my toe or something like that. Something new happens yeah. that affects my brain and my mindset at the time. So like I very, I back in the day, I would try and write things down because I was like, well, I need a topic to talk about for the show. And it was always a, I need a jumping off point. And yeah. And now it's, you know, what? I plan the, like the show that I'm going to feature and I plan like jackass of the week, or if I'm going to do more news, I, I have those stories pulled up and I might have the headline. I'll like rewrite the headlines in the show notes and that's about it. I have those and I just kind of buzz through them, and, but it's all for the most part, just stream of consciousness. It's all just what just popped into my head. It's going to happen. That's just what's going to come out. And so, yeah, I, I like the, um, I like it when somebody's really grumpy about something, but they can actually manage to be funny while being grumpy. And that's one thing that I kind of would like to do more of on people's podcasts is just kind of rant and rave a little bit. Because I have the, you, and maybe you're the same. When I get annoyed or upset about something, I might be serious, but people around me are laughing because of the way I'm wording things or the way I'm yep. describing things. I'm kind of like unintentionally funny, I guess, which is weird to call yourself funny, but I wind up making people laugh with my griping and groaning, you know, being a curmudgeon. Yeah. So I, I, I like that. I like that kind yeah. of podcast. The ability to be humorous while ranting and being crotchety is, is definitely a talent. And a lot of, most people don't have it. Most of the time when somebody's being bitchy, no. they're just being bitchy. And so <laughs> right. it's like, you just sound bitchy. <laughs> you don't sound pleasant at all. Yeah. But, you know, if you can make someone laugh while you're sitting there, you know, I, I was laughing when you pointed out how epic the uh 
the army hammer rant was like i like i always oh say God. that when i push stop on the recording my brain just goes like control alt delete and i forget most of what i've said it all just goes psh, oh. and it's gone because it's just falling out of my head and it's gone. And so I, that's like my big thing when I listen back to the show later, because I don't listen to the show for a few days just because I was like, I just said all this. I don't want to hear it again. And especially after going through right. editing or whatever, I was like, I don't want to listen to this again. So I'll listen to it two or three days later. Sometimes like for the regular weekly shows, I usually don't get them to the weekend. And then it's like, yeah. if I'm still laughing at something I said, then I did. I did this right. And when I listen, it's like, <laughs> yep. if I can still make myself laugh for whatever. And when I listened <laughs> back to that rant, I was like, oh my God, I skewered him so hard. This was the oh. most epic rant. Like, I think this beat Logan Paul. I mean. <laughs> oh, that it was one for the ages. Did you ever find out if he, if he blocked you no, or not? I don't did think he block so. block you? No. He blocked me. <laughs> I figure. I thought for sure he'd get yeah. you too. I don't know. Like I said, I don't tag. Uh, I, I probably would get more uh, of an audience if I would tag celebrities whenever I would shit on them. But <laughs> that I'd probably be blocked yeah. by a bunch of celebrities. Then again, so <laughs> like, it's like uh, you don't care about me. So what's it matter? It's like I'm not regularly yeah, exactly. ripping on you. It was just you did something dumb this week, and you deserve to be shit on for something dumb this week. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> army hammer what a dick <laughs> i was like the, the day that i posted up and it was like oh yeah he like finally apologized and realized how much of a dick he was being like and then and mm -hmm. then introduced bill maher <laughs> i was like oh woo. Yeah. <laughs> like now nah, i've already ripped one person apart over stanley i'd i'd feel like it was just low-hanging fruit at this point granted bill maher is kind <laughs> of low-hanging fruit for so much stuff like, I'm sorry. How yeah. happy was Army Hammer when Bill Maher showed up? I know. And, I know. His mouth. and everyone stopped caring. Holy cow. Like, oh, fuck, Bar Army Hammer. <laughs> Bill Maher just like, <laughs> like, oh, man, people aren't getting It's like nobody could hate anybody more than they hate Army Hammer right now over Stan Lee. And it's like <laughs> Bill Maher just walks up. Hold my beer. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. Army Hammer must have like put a whole bunch of money in Bill Maher's PayPal or Patreon yeah. or something. <laughs> that is fantastic I was like dude they're still talking about it i still see it pop up I was like yeah because he was oh, such he a, deserves he to be talked about douche and it was not like you know army hammer was just being kind of a dick and saying yeah man you guys are being kind of selfish but bill maher just flat out shit on anybody who's ever read a comic book ever and right and, dude you have no clue what you're talking about and Right. Just being disrespectful to it's, such a large population of people. Yeah. And and uh, everything about Bill Maher. And it was just the tone of like, it was the overall blanket statement of, if you read comic books, you are dumb. Yeah, exactly. Thanks. And I, there's a guy, his name is Adam Morris, and he actually joined us on an episode. It was the Polar Bears episode. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. And he's a marine, he's a marine biologist. He has a PhD smart 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 guy and he has forgotten more about comic books than i'll ever know oh i'm sure i'm like bad. he's the <laughs> biggest comic book nerd of all and I, I i tweeted him i was like hey bill maher thinks you're a freaking idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah just pointing that out uh bill maher i was like i'm sorry he, he's people got to stop calling him a comedian he's not a comedian 
He hasn't been in a long a time. Snarky political pundit at this point. He is. Like dudes, you know, politically incorrect okay. started as a com- as started as supposed to be a comedy show about politics and now it's just a politics show and it's like, "Nah, sorry, you're Well, it, it, it winds up being about him being pedantic and just demeaning and condescending. Yeah. You know, these people who like comic books. Let me tell you about comic books. You know. Yeah, like it's like Dennis Miller up, could Mark. do that and be funny and not be like degrading to people. You know, he that's what yeah. I like that's why I like Dennis Miller over Bill Maher cuz he could go out but and he would use the big fancy talking words and whatnot, but that was part of the shtick. It was he's going to use right. big fancy words and you may or may not get the joke, but either way you know it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between crapping on something and making you feel like you're in on the joke and crapping on something and making you feel like you're an idiot for exactly. liking it. Exactly. Mm. Kind of like what you were talking about. Well, I don't want to like you were talking about another podcaster the other day who really kind of like if you enjoy something and he doesn't, he will let you know how much he doesn't enjoy yeah. that thing. And just be really it's sometimes it's, your dislike of something can be border on disrespectful. And I don't like that. That bugs me. Yeah. Yeah. Just you, you like what you like. You don't like what you don't like. It's it's look, it's a tough world out there. Everybody's got to have something to make him happy. Just let him be happy. Yeah, exactly. I like some you know. dumb things. <laughs> I straight up. I, yeah, so I, do I. I get enjoyment out of some things that, you know, you could call them guilty pleasures. I straight up. Um, it's like two weeks ago on pre-recorded live. They mentioned Hanson. To which point, and I actually am the editor for that show. And so I hear them talk about Hanson and I end up sending them a video. It was like a very, a more recent video from one of their more recent albums and in the music video for this song. And it's super catchy. I love this song. It's got like James Vanderbeek and, and uh, I'm trying to remember that she was the chick from Tron and she was on house and I'm blanking her name. Um, Olivia Wilde. And like all these celebrities, there were basically like kids when that are were kids when Hanson first came around, but now they're all in a Hanson music video. And the song's called "Get the Girl Back," and I love that song. It's super Jackson Fivey. And like I sent them the video to this song, and they just like they could feel them eye rolling at me all the way from Ohio. (laughs) 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 I love this song. It's okay though. Look, some people like Nickelback. It's okay. Aww. Aww. It's okay. Why you gotta hate on Nickelback? <laughs> that, see, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, if they make you happy, they, Adam, you listen to Nickelback. You listen to them the whole live long I, day. I, hell, that was part I of it. That, that was in a news segment in one episode. <laughs> was it? <laughs> because some, it was this whole thing in the military hating on Nickelback. And I think there was a particular uh, base where they flat banned Nickelback. wow that's that's really harsh that is pretty harsh (laughs) that is great (coughs) so you you know it's everybody loves different things and you can be happy and let yeah and and all of that fun jazz (laughs) you don't have to hate on someone else's happy no and there's things I don't get, like I mean, like Nickelback. There's there's things that I've tried 
to 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 watch and enjoy and and uh, you know look they make people happy and I, I they don't land on me so I don't really I make fun of them a little bit but I'm not going to sit there and make somebody feel stupid for you know like like the the Henry Potter thing like that's what you know I don't know anything about Henry Potter what is that Henry Potter Harry, Harry Potter, Potter. <laughs> I don't know. What is there? Is there zombies Direct in there? all hate is, mail to Paul Chomo at I don't know what dot com. <laughs> Henry, Henry Potter and the world of wizardry. I don't know. I don't know what, what? it's all about. It's, it's, it's kids. It's kids waving wands yeah. at each other. And I think there's a zombie in it, or at least there's a guy that looks like Odo from Deep Space Nine. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand it. I never thought about that. But if you like it, if you, if you like it. And it's helping your kids read. It's fine. It's fine. I don't know. Is there hobbits in, in Harry Potter? Is there zombies? I don't know. It's not my cup of tea. There could be anything. I think the person that wrote Harry Potter probably just might have he or she. I don't know who wrote it. Yeah, probably, she, maybe they yeah. just took a handful of darts into a into a comic book store and just kind of threw them around and made a story out of it. I don't know. Uh, that could be it. She like she oh. was, her story is so crazy epic, and now she's like one of the richest women in the world. And so, <laughs> yeah, oh, she was practically yeah, homeless. She was like practically and homeless, and all this, and then you know she yeah. wrote a book about a wizard, and next and now, thing you know, she's sitting there like bumping with with Oprah on the Forbes list. <clears throat> Here's the thing about henry potter like in the first movie he's going to the the wizardry school i don't know where i don't know where odo pops up at but can't they just like make a potion or cast a spell and kill that guy and like wipe out like four books and three movies i was listening to that's what i don't understand (laughs) there was actually um sans pants radio does a show called plumbing the death star where they kind of ask rhetorical questions about uh whatever and they did an right. entire series uh, trying to dissect what if Harry Potter didn't exist. And it was so the how would these books play out and the events of the story play out if Harry himself wasn't involved? And it was like, it's like, yeah, for the most part, well, this won't happen. This won't happen. This wouldn't happen. And for the most part, most of the bad things that happen are a direct result of, of his interactions and his presence in the storyline. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, this wouldn't have gone. None of this would have happened if Harry wasn't around. Granted, at the same time, if you take it back far enough, the entire world would have been conquered by evil wizards because this kid didn't blow up this evil wizard way back when he was a baby. But, you know, it's it's how far do you want to look at it? But it's, it's like, you know, well, this would have happened. And, you know, he's not really that great. He's kind of a jerk and he's, you know, things like but right. it's like, yeah, when you look at it and oh, yeah. I, when I tried to explain this to my wife because she's a crazy Potterhead and she just, anytime I talk about anything, Harry Potter, she just blows up on me because I've never read the books. I've only ever seen the movies. And so she gets really mad at me about my right. gaps in knowledge, even though sometimes because I read the wiki because I'm not about to read the 50,000 pages that make up the series. And then all of the additional material. So I don't know all of the details, but there are things that I know because I read the wiki about this thing because wiki rabbit holes. Like, what's the deal with this thing? Clicky, clicky, clicky. Next thing you know, two hours into Wikipedia, you know everything there is to know about Draco Malfoy. 
And <laughs> yeah, so exactly. I, <clears throat> but just, just just through exposure to the internet, you wind up finding stuff out. Like I know in in the in the Henry Porter books that the guy who looks like Rupert from Survivor dies eventually. I don't know his name. I just know he dies, and then some idiot like went into a, a, the line at the bookstore a few years ago and just spoiled it for everybody. Oh yeah, like what's his? Oh name? yeah, okay. That I was thinking there was the yeah. uh, Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. Dumbledore. Yeah. There you go. Is is and so what, is Snape the guy? Is is he the guy that looks like Odo? No, he's uh, Alan Rickman. <laughs> the guy who looks like oh, Odo okay, is, okay. is Voldemort. He's the big bad guy who's like. Gotcha. Because he's, you know, there's, there's the whole snake thing. So he's got a snake face. Which. Yeah. Oh, snake. Yeah. Okay. I was I like, gotcha. and it was always the hey. weirdest thing for me when I was like, man, that's a lot of prosthetics. And then I found out, oh, no, his entire face is CGI. He's just got dots. And so it's really weird when you see the the no visual effects version of that, because he's actually it's one of those. Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think it's Ralph Fiennes. I could have the wrong Fiennes, but uh He's got a huge nose and we're like, there's no amount of prosthetics. We're going to stick on this dude's face <laughs> to cover up his nose and make him look like a snake. And I was like, oh, yeah, Boy. absolutely. Like, it's one of those like you see him and yeah. you forget what he looks like without the makeup. And then you see him and you're like, oh, yeah, there's no way they'd have done that with makeup. <laughs> but it's like he's going to look like a giraffe. Some guy did. <laughs> I can relate. I got a pretty big beak on my face too i do too but i have an Somebody, i have an uh, oversized head so it kind of balances out <laughs> <laughs> somebody did that to me a while back too they kind of ruined one of my favorite well my favorite movie of all time like the favorite movie of mine of all time is uh raiders of the lost ark uh, and so i was uh -oh, I, I know I was this on story <laughs> You know where it's going, right? So I'm on Facebook and I'm talking about how Raiders of the Lost Ark is basically a perfect movie. Like there's very, very little that you can find fault with in the movie. And so this guy, he chimes in and he goes, you know, he could have just let the Nazis have the Ark and it would have been all over with. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? F yeah. you. <laughs> I remember they did an entire episode of the Why Big Bang Theory devoted to that whole thing. And they like, um, is that where he got that? Probably from? the Big Bang Theory. They did an entire episode of Big oh. Bang where they did that, where Amy comes in and um, all the guys are like, oh, you need to watch this. It's our favorite movie. It's the greatest movie of all time. And then she sits and watches it and she's like, but in the end, the Nazis got the box and they opened it and their faces all melted. So if he did nothing, then they would have opened the box and all died and nothing would have changed. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, huh? And then like through the whole episode, it's everybody rewatching the movie and coming to the and they're like, well, but then he had to no. And they're like, it was just everybody coming through the damn it. She's right. Oh. Realization that there's that ultimately it doesn't matter. <laughs> see he didn't say he got that from the yeah. big bang theory he just kind of presented it as his own as yeah. his own humor he didn't he said nothing about and by the way the big bang theory oh boy that's another <laughs> one that's another one if you if you like it god bless you you watch it all day long but i'm telling you nobody nobody who is like what is, is are they supposed to be physicists are they scientists yeah what, i don't know three what of they them do. are physicists and one's an engineer <laughs> Sure. So nobody that smart or that busy has the time to watch Doctor Who and Star Trek and Star Wars 
and Game of Thrones and Harry Potter and play all the tabletop games and Dungeons and Dragons. And they don't nobody has time yeah, for all that. Nice. You're not going to get all the pop culture in. And you're not. And it's just the yeah, most like your research thing. physicist you like for it, a university. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he has they have all the time to just consume all of the pop culture, like all of it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's mildly yeah, over. Hey. Like, uh, you, now there's still the whole, you probably were into it when you were a kid, but the current stuff, like, um, you're not going to be able to be current on stuff like that. <laughs> you don't have time to be yeah. current. I don't have time to be current. Then again, I don't Ugh. care about most of it. <laughs> Look. Look, I like what I like and people like what they like. And if Big Bang Theory helps them get them through the day and it makes them happy and it makes them just want to wake up in the morning so that they can live another week to get the next episode of Big Bang Theory. Man, you just go ahead and do that. That's fine. I don't get it, but yep. it's fine. So I haven't watched it. Yep. In a, I don't think I've watched it since probably around fifth or sixth season. It was right around the time where they introduced all episode. the girls. And so now there's suddenly everybody is hooked up with somebody else is about when we stopped watching it. And it was more of a case yeah. of we got rid I, of cable at the time. <laughs> I was like, oh, we don't have TV. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I watched one episode. I was in the hospital with a family member and it was on the TV and, it, and she's like, oh, I, I love this show. I love this show. So I sat there and watched a, an episode with her. And, and I'm thinking to myself, if I'm in a hospital watching this, I'm going to be actively getting worse. <laughs> like, this is what hospitals use to keep you in the hospital longer. It might be the green. I, I'm going with <laughs> but, the green jello, but you know that too. <laughs> like, why can't I change it from TBS? Why isn't TBS showing oh, well. anything else? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just turn on A&E. I think A&E is still the law and order 24 hours a day channel. Uh, I'm not uh, sure. It was when I was in the hospital. <laughs> you know, A&E is like Breaking Bad and, and Walking Dead now. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Walking yeah. Dead, another one. Enough with the zombies. <laughs> oh. See, this is why I need a... This is why I love this podcast. I can just not talk about animals and just gripe about bad exactly. entertainment. Exactly. I, I have... I can talk about whatever the hell I want to here. And it's, it, it kind of goes into the whole tagline, normal is not my specialty. I don't do anything right. <laughs> I talk about, I, like, <laughs> I talk about whatever the hell is in my head and you get to come on here and talk about whatever the hell is in your head. Cause we went from microphone nitpickiness to shitting on the big bang theory. <laughs> <And> <laughs> welcome to my show. That's I just what happens. But yeah. there is one thing that I do actually plan for the show that you get to do okay. now we're, <laughs> yes we're wrapping it up because you know this short show is turning into a full one so what i don't care <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow's show just became today's congratulations now i get to record tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. hey you know what you can do a part one and a part two <laughs> nah that'll require editing <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like I got birthday dinner to make because it's Bugs. Bug turned five today. So I, oh, Bug, yep, Buggy. It is Buggy's birthday, so oh, he awesome. is turning five, and he wants pancakes for dinner. So I get to go make a Good mess of pancakes. I, <laughs> I like the way yep. Buggy thinks. But cool. Anyway, all right. You get to pick your podcast recommendation for this week. 
or today because because lots of them this week. Why not? <laughs> okay, so I, I had a very difficult time picking one because um, I listened to a whole lot of podcasts. So I'm going to give you two answers. Uh, the first answer is you can go to Varmint's podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, at Varmint's podcast on Twitter. And you can look at my daily listening logs and you can just pick every, anyone you want. They're all good. Yes, very much um, so. But if I had to, if I had to settle on one, boy, okay, I just have to pick one from today that I enjoyed a whole lot. And I think I would have to go with uh, Weird With You. Weird With You is uh, Justine and Santiago. They are a couple who sit down and talk about random stuff, which is normally a really horrible format for a podcast, but they are actually very weird and very funny. The show is normally 45 minutes or less, which is right in my wheelhouse because I grew up in the eighties. So I have ADD by default. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it, there's just a super entertaining little kind of improv talk about anything. And it goes in all sorts of weird directions show weird with you. Well, thanks a lot. You just stole one of mine for later. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I had them set up for anywhere coming up probably in December once I was through all of this craziness here in November. Um, but yeah, I just recently started listening to them and it's one of those I'd heard of that show through uh, more gooder than because they are yes. because Santiago and his voices and all of that and they use his um, Christopher Walken on their goodie bag episodes and things like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to listen to this show. Like they're, they're very popular. They're, they're well known among the podcasting circles that I travel in. And so I started listening yeah, to them. No, it's a tremendous show. So funny. And yeah, they're great. It was, it's funny because I started listening to them after I started listening at one and a half speed. So I've never actually listened to their music at regular. Like, I have no clue. Like, <laughs> All I know is that at one and a half speed, that's some thumping funk music right there. <laughs> like that is one funky beat oh, at great. one and a half speed. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds with 500 million thousand podcasts out there? We would both kind of land on the same one, but that's good. They're, they're, it's a good well, show. Considering I, I, especially for basically this entire month, I've seen almost your entire podcast listening <laughs> schedule. <laughs> I get to pop up every day. That's awesome. So I get to see everything you listen every day to. For this month. I get to see everything you're listening to. That's right. I'm, hey, I I told you I'm with you for the long haul. I'm listening to every single episode. I mean, when I get back to work on Monday, I'm probably going to listen to five episodes in a row. But yeah, I know I'm I'm with you. You are a glutton for punishment, sir. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just crazy. Yeah, you're crazy enough to volunteer to be on this show. So. <laughs> then again derek reminded no, this me so. this is a lot of fun <laughs> yeah no this is this is a hoot but okay and it's one of those where i've said i wanted to do guests and you were one of the first people to jump on it's like hey you want to you want a guest i'll be on here and it's for me it's just hard to schedule stuff and yeah it worked out today because no kids in school so normally i would be sitting in the car line <laughs> right now <laughs> like, yep, um, I wouldn't be home for another 30 minutes right now. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you had me on. I'm always nervous when I ask people, like when people put out a call, Hey, I need a guest. And I'm like, well, if you run out of ideas, you know, you can call me. It's like that, 
imposter syndrome that I have. Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe they want me to talk. Maybe they don't. It's okay. I don't know if I'm qualified. Qualified. <laughs> That's know? why I don't do guest spots. I only ever get invited to talk about other <laughs> about podcasting. <laughs> or, uh, well, I was on second press because of my uh, BS from the news because they basically that was their entire show and I was right. on play comics primarily because I just liked a lot of Chris's posts and it <laughs> turned into like well man you really like my stuff uh, you want to come on and talk video games and so I did you know stuff like that <laughs> yeah that was a good episode yeah that was a really good episode and so it's been really like the I like I said with Derek, I'm so into so many things and I can talk about so many things, which is why I can't keep to just having a plain old subject here. But our entire conversation is a demonstration that neither of us can just talk about one thing. But, <laughs> but it's, it's funny because it's like I could yeah. be on so many shows. Like I would love to go on the countdown with Paul and Wayne. That would be so awesome. Uh -huh. But I feel like I'm like I would be I, I'm bowing, you know, I'm I'm just like in awe of getting to talk to you. And yeah, you're me. You're you're you know, oh, for stop. you know you're somebody, you know, in my circle, in my brain, you're somebody. Am, <laughs> I'm just some schnook. I know, am not, but I am not. I am I am an idiot with a microphone. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. I think that we're in the same boat. <laughs> I think we have a lot more in common than we both think. I think we have a lot. In oh, common. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in the you time know. I've known you, absolutely. But I guess it's it's time we got to wrap things up because, man, you know, like I said, I got a mess of pancakes to make. So thank you so much, Paul, for coming on the show. You are awesome. And remember, you guys, you can catch Paul and his co-host Donna over on the Varmints podcast at BlazingCaribouStudios.com slash Varmints. And you absolutely do need to be following Varmints podcast on all of the social medias because if you just want to see cool animal stuff, that's a great place. And so many silly animal memes and gifs and all of those fun things. So check them out. But that is it for me for today. Tomorrow, I will be back. I will be talking turkey. I'll probably be up in the morning pretty early getting this one out here on, on, on Thanksgiving because, you know, Thanksgiving Day has got to be a busy, busy day. So I will be back tomorrow to talk turkey. But until then, thank you, Paul. Thank you, anybody out there listening. And until tomorrow, thank you and good night. <laughs>